Welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Over the Thanksgiving holiday, you can catch up on recent podcast episodes across our network. This week alone, Sean Fennessy ranked the top 10 movies of the decade on The Big Picture. Mallory Rubin argued that we should be eating Thanksgiving meals every day of the year on The Hottest Take. Daryl Morey talked about the Houston Rockets' near finals appearance on The Book of Basketball. And the Rewatchables covered the best Bond film of all time, Skyfall. You can listen to these episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and happy Thanksgiving from The Ringer. with the Ringer's teen correspondent, <laughs> Zoe Simmons, and we're here for another episode of For Realsies. And it's been too long, Liz. I know. We've really missed you over here at the Ringer. Welcome back. Thank um, you. Realsies is trying to, for those first-time listeners, bridge the gap between mm-hmm. you, a teenager, and me, unfortunately, a full-grown adult. Yes. So we're going to talk about a bunch of different things. Um movies and TV like Disney Plus, Let mm-hmm. It Snow on Netflix. <sighs> so many thoughts. So, so many, many thoughts. thoughts. Um, and then we're ending with something that I really want to talk about going into the holidays, mm-hmm. which is how to speak to the teens oh at the Thanksgiving table. That's that's going to be so much fun. I, I am beyond excited. A million questions for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're going to dive right in with some of the celebrity movie TV stuff. Yes. Starting with Disney Plus. Go ahead with your thoughts. Okay. So I grew up watching Disney Channel, obviously. Mm-hmm. That was like my main source of TV because it's not like I was going to be watching some grown adult show with my parents. Like that was my thing and mm-hmm. it appealed to me directly. So that's my whole childhood, just like remembering watching Disney TV. Mm -hmm. And when I look back on my childhood, that's like so much nostalgia, right? Mm -hmm. So now as um, our childhood is ending, Mm -hmm. I guess, it's it's a trend recently, Disney Plus has come out, which is all these shows that I grew up watching. So it's almost like a relay, like a nostalgic. Yeah. I was going to say it's weird because... I feel like that. I feel like Disney yeah. is my childhood because there's so it's so strange like, and we're like yeah, I know there's uh, more than ten years between us, but mm-hmm. like decom movies, you know, like Dis- Disney Channel original. Oh, of course, movies, yes. You were watching those too. I watched um the Sweet Life movie. Did you watch it? <laughs> this is the difference. So that is, yeah, you that were, makes sense. You were yeah. Do these words mean anything to you, Cadet okay. Kelly? No, I don't know what that is. Smart house. Don't look under the bed. No. What the hell? Motocross? I heard of, I've heard of Don't Look Under the Bed. Zoe. So you're talking about what? The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody movie? Yes. I saw that because that was like the earliest for me. There wasn't right. anything that was coming out like that when I was growing up. And it's not like I was going to look back and dive deep, deep dive into Disney I was Channel. Ask, like, do you now want to go back and watch movies like Smart House, for example? See, well, Victorious, which was like a show that everyone is obsessed with is becoming like a meme or is like it? a big thing. And I never watched it. Like that wasn't my show. I have one thought. The only thoughts I have on this whole rundown is okay. this. Oh, you ready? go ahead. For Disney Plus, I also enjoy Disney Plus. Perfect. What I think, I think we would both agree, is if they separated them into 
2000s Disney. Yeah. Or 2010s Disney. I agree. Because I was looking for I, Evens I wanna... and I couldn't find it. And then I did find it when I like actually searched the actual I thing. I want to watch what you guys are talking about because I feel so out of the loop when you're talking about what you watched on Disney. I'd like to compare. What were your shows? Wait, I have a deal for you. Okay. Next episode of For Realsies because I have now watched like seven hours of YouTubers and oh, like I know. random ass you're TV so shows. so committed. I need you to watch. I will give you a couple okay. movies. Maybe Smart House. Maybe Xenon. There are a couple Perfect. that I need you to watch and we can discuss next but d- pod. Here's my question. Do you think I'll like them? Kyle? Why would you not like them? I They're don't know. I'm just asking. And honestly, okay, if fine. you're interested in learning and be like, wow, this is what 2003 was like. Okay. You're gonna. I'll I'll become more cultured for the next pod okay. with our Disney Plus. You're gonna vomit at how old school some like Smart House, for example, which was like an <laughs> iconic movie for Kyle and I. Sure. It's basically like Amazon, uh, like on Alexa runs the house, and now I what? feel like you use all of those things. But this yeah. was like a crazy form. That's concept. hilarious. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch. It's like the she can turn on the lights in the house. Like that's what mm-hmm. Alexa does. It's I think you'll laugh at it. I will. I'm sure. And when if Netflix does this thing with Nickelodeon, which is going to be kind of the same deal, right? Uh-huh. Would you be interested in going back uh, to the 90s and early 2000s for Nickelodeon as well? See, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon doesn't appeal as much to me hmm. as Disney did because Disney was like my life mm-hmm. for a little while really there. Good. Just trust me on that. Yeah, I do trust you, but like, I don't know if I'll be as interested. So you also like, don't care about the Lizzie McGuire reboot or any of the- I've heard stuff. you talk about that and I want to watch it because sure I know that you like it. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Zoe. <laughs> you should definitely Like Wizards of Waverly Place. Good luck, Charlie. Yes. Jesse. Jesse makes me cry every time I watch it now. What about a Hannah Montana reboot? Oh, of course. That- is literally my favorite show. That's our only common ground. It still ground. is. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, But great. that's a good common ground. That is such a solid show. I agree. Okay, next, I know you want to dedicate a good amount of time to this. Mm-hmm. And this is going to sound foreign coming out of my mouth. Shane Dawson's new series. With Jeffree Star. Yes. Okay, so this series has been awaited on, they've been working on it for over a year now, mm-hmm. or around a year. And the series is about Shane Dawson is attempting at creating his own palette with one of the biggest makeup distributors and YouTubers, Jeffree Star. And he's doing it so he can understand the life of a beauty influencer and Mm. creator of makeup Mm -hmm. and the drama that comes with it and all the repercussions and everything that goes along with being a makeup creator, I guess. Okay, got it. That was my first question Mm -hmm. is why is Shane Dawson, who I've also had to watch a couple videos for the episode or for the pod, he seems like he's, uh, I don't know what, like deep, like, talks about controversies and yes. he's like this anxious kind of like doesn't want to yeah. be famous but he's famous guy exactly why he's is he so diving into this that's a really good question i think because jeffree star is such an interesting person uh-huh. that he wants to understand his life and everything that comes with it because jeffree star has been involved in so many controversies but he's also like a genius for the way that he creates things right. and the amount that people buy from him and how looked up to he is uh-huh but he's also such a controversial person that I feel like Shane wanted to understand how he is the way he is. And what's in it for Jeffree Star? Clout. Oh, really? So yeah, Shane this, Dawson brings equal amounts. It's insane. This was, um, they just launched the makeup like a week and a half ago, I mm-hmm. think, or less. I'm not completely sure the exact date, but it was the biggest um, like stock that Morphe has ever seen. Really? Yeah, the biggest. Yeah. Because Shane Dawson is so widely looked upon and everyone loves him within my age group. 
But then putting in with Jeffree Star, another huge YouTuber and makeup, which is just completely like what anyone my age would want. Mm -hmm. He was, it was huge. Can I ask you what, and I know this will be probably Mm -hmm. difficult to answer. Sure. But what is the appeal with Shane Dawson? I've now watched him a bit. And he does nothing for me. Okay. I, I completely understand. He... He's like I, a schlub, so. Yeah, I know, but that's why I love him. He's like always anxious. He's, he's just like, ooh, look at And then he I, tries but to But he's pretend. so funny, too. I, I guess. Because you haven't. It sounds like you might I not feel be. like I'd have, to, I'd have to pick out some specific videos because just diving into Shane and like not seeing every part of him and mm-hmm. his personality, like I could see how he could come off as a schlub. Here's where I'm dubious. He has sure. this whole persona of like, oh, don't look at me. I'm like so shy. And like yeah. this whole thing is out of my control. But he's a really famous YouTuber yeah. also making millions of dollars. Yeah. And he oftentimes references like how unsuccessful he is yeah. compared to other YouTubers. He's not sure. that rich. And this is all kind of a ruse, right? Like this guy yeah. is successful, has clout. I, I think also like the the going back to your other question, like why he would want to dive into this is mm-hmm. because him and Jeffrey are kind of polar opposites. Mm. Like Jeffrey Star has been on YouTube forever, which Shane has as well, but he's like sprays his money everywhere and is really open about it. Mm-hmm. And he's like willing to share how much it was to get this Gucci purse or how much his home was or his seven cars that are all pink. Yeah. It's like, and then you see Shane who wears the same Target shirt every day or Gap shirt and like he lives in a really nice home and has a well put together life with his husband and everything. But it's like they're completely opposite. I get that. Because he doesn't dive into that money and like splurge like right. Jeffrey does. So if you're such a big fan, are you also buying all the makeup kits that Jeffree Star comes out with and all these other YouTubers? Um, I'm not as huge a fan of Jeffree Star and I don't wear that much makeup at mm-hmm. all. I just wear like mascara. So it's not really that important to me. But the I really wanted the Shane palette just because I love Shane and I've been so invested in this series. Wow. That like I just wanted to get it to have it almost, which sounds bad, but it's no, just... that's the whole point of them yeah. making content is they totally sucked you in. Yeah, it worked. They did. It totally worked. But I knew I was going to get sucked in going into it because I have such an obsession with Shane and right. Jeffrey. And this right. was everything I could have asked for. He's just... One of the reasons I love him so much, Shane, is because he's so extra and <laughs> doesn't act like he's extra because he's not. But the videos he creates and the content is so extra. Right. So these are hour long episodes. Mm-hmm. I watched one and a half episodes because I love you <gasps> wow. dearly. That, yes. I'm so completely touched by that. I am committed to you and Thank research you, for the pods. Um, <laughs> didn't learn. I found myself being more annoyed at Shane than anything. I kind mm-hmm. of like Jeffree Star because he's a very serious businessman. It yeah. seems like have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. Um, where's James Charles? Where's everybody else that I know? I know. Oh, sorry. That was extremely loud. <laughs> I'm just so heated about this because this was a huge thing. When the series came out, he had this advertisement. This was the only thing I was angry about. He had this advertisement that made it look like he really dove into the Shane drama and that he kept in all of the drama. But this was more focused on the palette creating when I would have liked to see the full picture, Mm -hmm. you know, because that was such a controversial time for YouTube and like people my age. And it was just huge. Like what James did because it completely flipped. He was like the biggest YouTuber, the hot stuff right now. And then now he's like irrelevant almost. Right. So for someone like Kyle and I who are not going to tune into this regularly unless mm-hmm. I was told to, what's a sell for adults to watch? Like what is the redeeming quality to watch this series? Is it like, you know, a, a behind the scenes look at how you create a successful 
business? Is it like if you're See, into makeup? I don't know how I would sell it to an adult because <laughs> yeah, I feel it's like unsellable. it's unsellable. It's, it's, I'm not saying that it's like this incredible content. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, it's just because the people in within my realm who love YouTube and love Shane Dawson, him collaborating with someone like Jeffree Star and then doing something that we are all interested in mm-hmm. is why it's so amazing. And especially because his series have all been like very extra and doing something kind of crazy. And it took him such a long amount of time to create it and had all this promotion and little mm-hmm. things like leading up to it, which just like created this anxiety like, oh my God, I can't wait for it to come out. And right. when it finally came out, it didn't, I felt like, it exceeded what I was looking for, but it also left some stuff on the table. Right. So I don't know how I would sell it to when an you adult. You say the word extra. You've used it a couple of times. Yeah, sure. Do they, does it mean different things every time you say it? No. Do you mean over I mean, the top? Like, yeah, over the top. Like insane almost. Like mm-hmm. the amount of work and the things that he's doing to create content for a series. Because this wasn't only for the series to create something for YouTube. This was like a complete... This was selling something. Mm-hmm. Like, he created merch for it. He created two different palettes, the mini controversy and and the conspiracy palette. He Mm -hmm. created two different palettes. He created, like, what, nine lip shades. Yeah, the palettes are enormous. I don't understand how you need that many eyeshadows. Sure. Um, Do you think that if Jeffree Star, or let's say you like Shane Dawson more, so Mm -hmm. let's use Shane Dawson, if he had a more polished like Netflix kind of like mini doc that was mm-hmm. not filmed by I don't know who's behind the camera. Some Andrew. Dude. Okay, great. Yeah. Andrew. But wasn't filmed <laughs> by Andrew. Andrew. If it was like more polished, more of like a documentary, kind of like cleaner cut mm-hmm. look at this makeup palette, would you be as intrigued? Or is it because it's kind of messy? It's like the camera is zooming in and out, yeah. kind of focusing weird. I feel like that's I like it the way it is because mm-hmm. that's the way that Shane Dawson is. And that's his attitude and that's the way he likes things that's his aesthetic right he doesn't need things to be polished he's not a polished person he's flawed obviously everyone is but like he doesn't come off and try to act like the picture perfect youtuber right and that's what i like about him like he's not afraid to show his true self and he doesn't like wearing all this gucci and things and having to splurge with his money like he's comfortable in the clothing that he wears and Mm -hmm. he doesn't need to have all this perfect stuff to like idolize himself I suppose I buy into that he also talked about he like gained 20 pounds last yeah. week. he hasn't worked out in months and he's also half joking with everything he yeah. says which that's why he seems so over the top and like anxiety filled and stressed mm-hmm. and he's probably pushing that so he doesn't have to cover the drama with James and like trying to create some sort of tension right watching him be so anxious about flying on a private jet was yeah, difficult that was, to watch that was difficult but... to watch I didn't like that part either right. I don't I'd like to know why he was so scared about the private jet. There has to be some sort of backstory. If it was like Jeffree Star's private jet, I would not be scared. Right. Whatever. Before we move on, is there anything else you want to cover in Shane Dawson's series? Go watch. Okay, go watch. You heard her. Go watch. Just go watch. Um, Okay, next thing we're doing is more about holiday stuff. The second half of this episode will be— I'm such a holiday person. We took a couple months off because you're in high school. Mm -hmm. Scheduling is hard. But we're back right before Thanksgiving. Yes. Talk about some Christmas movies Mm -hmm. and then the long-awaited holiday discussion. So first up, you want to discuss forcing your boyfriend to watch your favorite movies. Have you been doing a lot of that this holiday season? Yes, 100%. And not even the holiday season for the past three months. (laughs) I come off as like I'm making all the decisions, but he just never wants to make the decisions. He just lets me do it. And he told my mom it's because 
he wants to keep me happy or something. I'm like, I wouldn't be happy if you forced me to watch something you wanted to watch. But I just always end up end up having to choose. That's really rare, first of all, because I, I feel like it like I'm very indecisive. Women are known to be like, yeah. I can't choose, you pick. So first of all, good for you. Second, Thank you. great boyfriend move. Of course you would yeah. say that's your mom. He's trying to kiss ass. They're but they're kind of besties. Are they? Yeah. Are they are they closer than um him and your dad? They relate on different levels, I would say. Because really? she's like, they're like buddies. Mm-hmm. But him and my dad watch sports together and like have sports talks. And they connect like in good ways, but different, you know? Yeah, a classic unifier. I feel like that's timeless. The boyfriend yeah. bonds with the dad over sports. Yeah. Um, last time we talked, we were talking about um, him meeting your dad, how mm-hmm. that all went. Do mm-hmm. you have any advice now for people that may be in your, now that you're a couple months in, you're like a sure. seasoned professional. <laughs> Do you have any tips? Um, well, if you're the guy and you're going to meet your girlfriend's dad, obviously you're going to be terrified because mm-hmm. that's just a natural instinct. You don't want to mess up. And there's like this so-called, oh, so tough, like my little girl, which is it's true. Like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. So I would just say watch your words, <laughs> be nice and like welcoming and um firm handshake like eye contact all that stuff really important because that shows that you're confident in Mm -hmm. yourself and like being around adults Mm -hmm. and being able to make conversations with adults and like keeping conversations that's huge does he listen to this podcast yes he does oh so he'll know and he has known that we've talked to him he's a great supporter and he listens to all the parent corners that are revolved around us which is so great thanks dad wow that's so sweet Kyle have you met him yeah, I met him uh, for the first time yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my God. What were your thoughts? Quiet guy. Nice, though. Yeah. He was quiet. It was, like, <laughs> early in the morning. But he, yeah, whatever. It's the first time I ever see you cuddle with somebody. That was weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Weird. Super weird. <laughs> Bring him to the office. I Bring him on as a guest segment next. I totally <laughs> should. <laughs> you should. I would love to dive right into a teenage relationship. See what's up. Oh, so funny. Okay. Uh, moving on. Night Before Christmas. Okay, I haven't watched it yet, but I know everything. What? I know everything. I know everything else. I was going to watch it, and then I just didn't. I fell asleep. This is a travesty. I was forced to watch this horrible, horrible so movie. I am so sorry. Oh, my God. But I know everything about it, and I'm going to watch it. I feel so alone. Okay. I'm so sorry, Liz. For those of you who have or have not watched it, this is a new Netflix Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. It's about Vanessa Hudgens. She's, like, really the only notable person in this sure. movie. She's a teacher in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Magically, a night... From the 1300s, time travels to modern day Ohio, and he's there on a grand quest that, hmm. spoiler alert, turns out to be the quest is only for true love. It's a night before Christmas with yes. a <laughs> yes. Oh no. He's do you get no it? Offense. Kyle, do you not understand the joke? I didn't read the thing. I just sounded like, yes. I was like, wow, that sounds like a Christmas uh, movie. And props to the writers. It takes place the night before Christmas. I was, oh boy. <laughs> There are already thoughts. Okay, go ahead. Have you not watched this movie? No, but I know everything about it. Okay, so how do we talk about this? Do you like the premise? Because I'll no, tell you, it's okay. a horrible movie. Just my thing is, like, I'm such a holiday person. And mm-hmm. when you mess up a Christmas movie, it internally scars me. It is hard to mess up a Christmas movie. Because it's, it's such a vibe and you can't destroy <laughs> that vibe. Like, why do you have to bring the 1400s freaking night into Christmas? Like, just don't. It's Listen so up. easy. The premise is fine. The premise no, is rock I solid. Like okay, whatever. There have been worse Christmas movies made sure. than a time traveling night ending up in 2019. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to write a Christmas movie. Okay, I'm intrigued. What would you write about? 
That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to sell you on this movie, here are a couple highlights that I pulled out because okay. I had to watch it. Here's a <laughs> five-minute full Amazon Alexa like tutorial. I don't know how much money they got paid to put this in. That is hilarious. Vanessa Hudgens sits down and teaches this night. His name is Sir Cole, but with his British accent, it just sounds like Sir Cole the whole time. Yes. Okay, I like it better now. Okay. British British people accents? Come on. Yes. Yes. Okay, sure. That's one redeeming quality. They sit down and they have an entire tutorial on how to work an Amazon Alexa. They like, it's as if they paid the Ringer like podcast. Now. It's like our Google reads. That it's is like, so funny. Alexa, turn on this music. And it like goes and buzzes. No. And it's like close up. Like, oh, my God. Yes, he was. And he smashes it with his sword because he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> you guys could write this movie, honestly. <laughs> These are all things that happen. She gives this knight the car keys and uh-huh. he drives into town. Suddenly he knows like how to drive effectively enough. To, like, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, Vanessa Hudgens' sister at one point gifts a family, a large glass vat of hot chocolate with just a bow on it. What? These are things that you need to watch. You need to see yeah. to believe. Yeah, sure. And then there's this magic dog that appears for no reason. Oh, and dog. Yeah, so it's just not, there's not enough redeeming qualities. There's no chemistry. No offense to Vanessa no. Hudgens. I know. The British accent, I think, is the only thing they have. Yeah. I feel like there has to be some sort of tension there if it's going to be a good movie anyways, especially with that plot. No offense. I know you think it's solid or anything, but like I just that's not appealing to me. And I feel like they're trying to make it appealing to me. You know? Yes, they are. That's why Netflix is making all these teen movies. So let's next time let's come back and let's have a movie. Okay, and let's, let's pitch it. Okay, let's. Um, next Netflix movie. Did you watch this one? Yes. Let it snow. Of course I did. I think okay. I've watched it twice. Oh, really? Okay, go ahead. <gasps> My mom would slash you right now. What? She loves it. She loves it more than I do. What? Carrie and I get along very well. This feels very unnatural. She loved it. Why? Sell me on it then. Why did you not? Okay. It was, it's basically a modern day love actually for teens. Yeah, I love love actually. Agreed. Bunch of different storylines. They mm-hmm. all come together to make one at the mm-hmm. end of the movie. Yeah. Um, I had it was it was cheesy, which is fine. This is a Christmas movie. Um, there's a couple of unexplained things okay, about sure. it. Go ahead. One, tinfoil woman. There was no explanation. Yeah, I'd like to know. Right. I feel like there was some sort of superstition, Shane Dawson stuff going on in there. Perhaps. Maybe I know now what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and that was played by Joan Cusack. Do you know who that is? No. Wow. Joan, Hi. Joan, I know the name Joan. What? That doesn't help us. You yeah, know but the... I just recognize name Joan. Do you know the name Darcy Carden? No. Oh, my God. I don't know that one either. Guys, The Good Place. <laughs> oh, I watched that for like five Who minutes. Who is she in The Good Place? She's the woman. The woman. Oh, <laughs> Good description, Liz. Well, I'm not editing this out. So. She, no, you have to. I won't. I won't. <laughs> She's, I watched The Good Place. I just am blanking on her name right now. Anyway. Oh, so, the judge? No, she's not the judge. <laughs> this is great podcasting. Um, so the people you care about is Kieran and Shipka, I'm assuming. She's the main character. Yeah, I just didn't know her real name. Okay, do you know her from Mad Men or do you know her from something no, else? No, I didn't watch Mad Men. Oh my God. That makes sense, though. This is the time where yeah, the pod like really 14. goes off the rails. Okay, well, you could have re- You watch like, a lot of old timey stuff. <laughs> yeah, but Mad Men seems like You're such like a not diving into the business model of a, of a makeup Thank giant. You. Yeah, I'm 14. I don't know <laughs> actors' names. Mad Men is where you draw the line. Okay, Jeez. do you care about Odea Rush? 
She was another main character in the movie? You failed this test, Zoe. Oh, my God. Okay, how about you start with who you like in the movie, and then we'll go from there. Well, I just like the plot, and I like the way that the scenery was and everything. Mm -hmm. See, aesthetic is such a huge thing for me when it comes to movies, too. Like, acting, eh, I don't really care. Like, I like everything, so that's not a main decider. Okay. But I am an aesthetic-revolved person. Like, when I look somewhere, I'm not one to, like, love— like crazy dirty places or anything mm-hmm. like that like kind of gritty mm-hmm. that's not like I love the Christmas and the snow and yep. like this gorgeous place that they were in I feel mm-hmm. like that really made me love the movie here's one thing that you could probably speak on do they portray social media accurately because there's this whole plot line where Odea Rush <laughs> is um, on Instagram like uh-huh. checking and checking and checking and Snapchat like for her boyfriend she thinks her boyfriend's cheating on her maybe yeah. and she's like I posted this and he's never liked a photo but like this other thing and it's open to Snapchat mm-hmm. is all that stuff real? sure yes is the drama with your boyfriend revolved around social media, opening this and liking that? Any, yeah, any drama that would go on within a teen's life is probably over social media. Okay. So that was accurate, I would say. So all the main characters who are young, they play high, like they're seniors in high school. Yeah. They have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're more likely to tune into a Netflix movie having like, I feel as though you need to have a huge social media following now to be cast in any teen movie. Sure. You have to yeah. already be famous, basically. I mean, see, that's not the case every time because eighth grade the main girl in that movie she was super small like she didn't have that many followers he found her off of like what he found her reviewing like a a cupcake on like the purple carpet or something yeah like this random event that's more of like an indie movie though but for netflix where they like need the teens to tune in yeah i would say because they like familiar faces and they think that's what appeals to kids which i would say it does do you follow any of these people on instagram no Oh, really? No. And even though you like the movie, you don't want to follow them now? No. Oh, wow. I'm more of like a reality TV show if I like it because I know they're real people and that's the way they are. I like to keep up. Like Siesta Key. Okay, they're not real people, (laughs) but they're like the drama can continue on social media. That's the only reason I would follow someone from like a TV show or something. Why don't you think, and maybe it's just simply because they don't want to become actors, Mm -hmm. but why do you think not more YouTubers are trying to make it to cross over and be in something like these Netflix movies? Like I very randomly follow Emma Chamberlain on Instagram (laughs) because I think she's got kind of cool style. There's their own drama going on within there. Oh, really? Yeah. Why do you think, or anybody else, why don't you think they're trying to cash the big paychecks if they're not trying to become a makeup mogul? Uh into other stuff into other content that's honestly I don't know yeah why they wouldn't because that seems like it'd be such a good business move maybe it's because they thrive off of the like quote-unquote real yeah I guess YouTube and then it's like they're not true to their YouTube it's like they're doing something else they're not completely invested you know in YouTube I guess that's and I feel like it's like on a personal level and seeing some YouTuber like Emma Chamberlain imagining her getting casted or I'll use a better example mm-hmm. like someone who's a soft person like someone who I love mm-hmm. Grayson Dolan seeing him as Dolan twins oh yeah you know yeah, yeah I know them seeing oh. him casted as like 
the mean guy in a movie who like breaks a girl's heart and then creates all this drama. Like I would never look at him the same because I'd be like, oh, he played that guy who broke that girl's heart. I would never like look up to him anymore. So he can't, what's that guy's name? Grayson Dolan. Grayson Dolan. Grayson Dolan. That was close. He can't be Noah Centineo into All the Boys I Loved Before. And I would versa. be here for that actually. Oh, only lovable. No, 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 no. Actually, I wouldn't because okay. he is a YouTuber and I'd be looking at the movie as I only want to see it because he's in it. Yeah. Rather than I actually like this movie and I like the plot and I like the heartthrob of Jacob Elordi and like the tension because they were actually together of him and Joey. Mm-hmm. They were together outside. So there was like this good connection. And I feel like if Grayson Dolan was in it with a different lead, obviously, and like right. a lead girl, like Emma, let's say, mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be more looked at as, oh my gosh, YouTubers crossover to like movies, the movie industry and are becoming actors and actresses instead of like this movie is genuinely I I think I like the movie Mm -hmm. and the takes would be taken off of like how good the movie is or not rather than the drama of like YouTubers crossing over right so before we move on from this between the night before Christmas and Mm -hmm. let it snow we're definitely recommending it let it snow yeah right family night before Christmas if you want to like suffer you can watch uh agreed and then um now we're going on to my most anticipated category, mm-hmm. which is how to talk to your teen at the Thanksgiving table. Oh, so I feel like Thanksgiving, when you look at it, there's that classic <laughs> grandparent yes. or relative or aunt or uncle, whatever it may be, who asks the most uncomfortable questions. Mm-hmm. And I don't suffer through this very often because I don't usually have family come out for Thanksgiving. We hang oh. with like Kyle and it will be like cousins and just the close family who lives out here. Uh-huh. But this year, we have my beloved grandparents who I love more than anything. Mm-hmm. Papa Doc and <laughs> Grandma are uh-huh. coming out. And they're questioners. Like, they question a lot. And I love them more than anything. And they're probably my favorite people on mm-hmm. earth. But there's a lot of questions coming my way. Especially <laughs> high school, the boyfriend, varsity <laughs> soccer, and... Papa Doc is my dad's dad, mm-hmm. who's almost more protective over the, me than my dad is. Wow. And not in the sense like, oh, you can't be out past nine. It's like more of like a, is he going to break your heart or something like that? Or like, I'm going to beat him up if he does or blah, so blah, blah. the world knows your dad's dad. This is Dr. Bill yes, Simmons. Right? Dr. He's been Bill on Simmons, the pod a billion times. Famous on Twitter. <clears throat> Very famous so on Twitter. Funny. Okay, so good. Funny. And you call him? Papa Doc. Of course. Yeah. Makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I guess they're different. They're not at, they're not trying to relate to you. They're just no. grilling you on your personal life. Yeah. But at a lot of Thanksgiving tables, you're like, especially someone my age mm-hmm. is like not at the adult table because I'm not married with young children, mm. but I'm definitely not at the like kids, kids table. And I'm so pretty much like that people, middle ground where you can't relate. It's like me and you sitting at a Thanksgiving yeah. table. So for those people who will be uncomfortable on Thanksgiving, sitting next to like, your boyfriend's cousin and then your mm-hmm. teenage cousin who's like annoyed and 15 and yeah. on your cell phone. Like the generic Thanksgiving table. Yes. What are your tips or conversation topics to keep it flowing, keep it light? Sure. See, in those types of situations when there isn't like this relatable level where you can't talk about something that you all love because mm-hmm. there isn't that thing, I would go 
what are your plans for the weekend or like <laughs> next week? That's, okay. that's a nice conversation starter. So you're not even thinking like they should touch things like YouTube, TikTok. But see, for the grandparents at the table, how would that relate? No way. They wouldn't understand. They'd be like, watch TikTok. But watch what about, YouTube. What about the people like my age who still don't know what TikTok is? So then they wouldn't leave relate alone. either. Just leave it alone. I'd leave it alone? I'd leave, leave it, it because if you're trying to explain some sort of social media platform when they probably can't even type in a passcode to their phone. Oh, that's mean. For the well, for the grandparents in the house, like I know my grandma, she's Your she, grandma's a travel agent. She knows how to use No, that not that <laughs> grandma silly. Other I know grandma. what you're talking about, but she has a lot of credit. trouble with technology. I feel like grandparents are their own categories and we yeah. should be focusing also, I don't think a lot of grandparents are listening to this podcast. We should sure. be focusing on the adults in need, okay. though. Okay. <sighs> I just Thanksgiving's uncomfortable all over the place. <laughs> so there's no common sports. ground. What about sports? But sports, like what if about that angsty 15-year-old or 17-year-old who doesn't want to be there, doesn't want to hear about like No, but how... your sports, you know what I mean? Oh, like varsity and Grandpa- stuff? Grandparents can wrap their head sure, around sports. Sure, that could that could work. What like if... what are you could start a nice conversation about I know my grandpa is invested in Spanish. And he's been taking Spanish forever, and he's, like, nearly fluent. He just went to um, Spain and, like, all over that region of the world and stayed with a family. So I could talk to him about how I'm doing in Spanish and how I'm liking Spanish. You have to find this common ground between them and you, even if it's, like, so slim. Right. I feel like there's only, like, a very, very slim amount of things, which yes. is, like, Billie Eilish, because I like her music. You uh-huh. love their music. Yeah. I feel like that is, like, a middle ground. Sure. Uh, Disney Plus. Definitely. That could work. Yeah. <laughs> That's solid. Hang on to Disney Plus. Talk mm-hmm. as much as you can. Yeah. And I don't know. I, like It's just that's such a tough topic because there's no way you're going to get around that uncomfortableness that's going to be there. Because it's right. going to be there, but that's the reason you have to love it. Right? I think it should be on the kids. I think the kids should really make some an effort to like connect with these folks that yes, are coming to I your agree. house. Yeah. I agree as Especially well. Especially in the grandparent department. They only have so much uh, that yeah. they can spit out there. You got to yeah. be like, hey, so what's going on? I heard right. you moved a couple boxes last week or something. Right. How'd it go? Yeah. Or you can bring up the stuff that they won't understand, so you have to explain it. Mm-hmm. How, Which yeah. if there's like that empty space, then that's like a, oh, last minute, I don't know what to do. Type okay. Of thing. Worst case scenario, you can always explain TikTok to yeah. your relatives because that's a complicated TikTok's thing. like confusing to my mom. And me too. Yeah. I don't. Every time you come on, I I don't even want to touch it because I don't understand. I it. want to make you. I want you to understand. I will try. I will continue to try. You know me. But Maybe it's we'll not make happening. a TikTok. Make at an some account point for Liz. when you come back Absolutely and then just over the account. <laughs> I'm saying yes. I'm saying it's going to happen. Okay, so TikTok maybe YouTube. You could take any YouTuber I feel like and talk and explain that to an adult sure. for like 15 minutes. Yeah, actually, that could that could be nice. Okay, just find something. Okay, let's say I was sitting at the table with my family and I was like, oh, Grayson, the Dolan twins, I love them. And then explain what their position is on YouTube and why they're relevant and why people around me like them. Then I could feel like that's a nice like conversation starter for yes. the rest of YouTube. And also at those points when you're not even at Thanksgiving, when you're on the phone with them, they could be like, oh, what are the Dolan twins' new videos? Yes, this is that good. That could create like this common thing because they want a common thing for you guys to talk about because they know that we don't we aren't on the same page at all times and we don't aren't interested in the same things right. but if you find something that you're in, invested in and know how to explain 
then you could explain it to them, and then you could find a common ground between that. Agreed. We came up with less than I thought we would. It I know. It feels like there's less bonding us all together. I know. But we're basically sending people off into Thanksgiving being like, good luck. Worst case scenario, it's on the kids to yes. come up with something to talk about. And worst case scenario, start talking about Spanish. <laughs> That's our official for realsies advice is start talking about <laughs> Spanish. Okay. Um, before we end, I know you wanted a special segment. Yes. Do you want to go ahead and start that? Sure. So um, this is kind of a topic that's hitting close to home for me um, because there is a girl. Her name is Skye. She's 14 years old. And this all started over the summer with a backache. And after an x-ray, she was diagnosed with nut sarcoma, which is a very aggressive and rare form of cancer. So um, after six rounds of chemotherapy and radiation, nothing seemed to be working. But she is now eligible for a clinical trial that that would be taking place in Boston. She would be the third person in history to be on this clinical trial. We are all hoping for the best. And then throughout this, Zendaya, Steve Carell, Eric Stone Street, Colleen Ballinger, she was actually in her new video, like explaining what was going on. And the cast of This Is Us is supporting her throughout this tough time. And if you're interested in getting a bracelet or making a donation, it is in her GoFundMe to help regain the support she needs and for the trial and transportation to Boston. It is in the bio for Instagram, which is Sky Strong Together. And just thank you guys. And I'm really hoping that you can help out because this is a really tough time. Okay. Thank you so much for that. We'll put the link in the podcast episode and then also when The Ringer tweets it. Mm -hmm. Um, On that note, we hope everyone has a really lovely Thanksgiving holiday. Mm -hmm. We hope to be back in the month of December, maybe with more Netflix Christmas movies under our belt. (laughs) And a recap on how Spanish and Thanksgiving went. Yes. Also, if you want to tweet either one of us, just tell us how that went. We have no idea how that advice is going to go over. We'll see. Godspeed, everyone. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. (laughs) 